Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm an astrologer and a yoga teacher, and each week I let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on Earth. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica, and if you're anything like me, you are just over it this week. It has been a lot. It's a pretty intense week. I'm coming to you a little bit late this week because I'm having a really hard time with it. And from what I'm hearing from all of you, it's not that easy where you are either. And that's because we have a lot of shifting energy. Welcome to Aquarius season. That's the good news. The good news is that we're going to get a lot of momentum in this air season. But before we get there, we have to talk a little bit about what happened earlier this week. On the 17th, of course, we had the full moon. We talked about that last week on the podcast. It was an intense one. Now, a full moon in Cancer is always intense, but this one came with the help of Pluto. So we were feeling that early this week, and we were definitely going through it. If you were feeling really out of sorts, super emotional, you had a lot of old emotional stuff coming up from your past, this is something I'm hearing from a lot of my students and clients this week. Now, on Tuesday, the 18th of January, we had Uranus Station Direct. So the outer planets, we don't feel them so potently, except when our inner planets talk to them or they station either to retrograde or go direct. So Uranus was the last of those faraway planets to turn direct, and now we're really going to be off to the races. I told you February through April into May is going to be firing on all 12 cylinders. It's coming. So we just got to wait for Mercury and Venus to turn themselves around and get moving forward again in the next couple of weeks. Take your rest now because it's going to start moving really fast. And you might have already noticed on Tuesday that there was a big shift. A lot of people were reporting in that they were feeling all the feels. Not only did we have the remnants of the full moon with Pluto, playing on our emotions, but we also had that Uranus station direct and we had the nodes change signs. So every 18 months, the nodes shift. And if you are new to the nodes, they are what we call the nodes of fate. They are points in the sky. They are not planets and they are associated with our eclipses. And every six months we have eclipses, which means that a new moon or a full moon occurs near one of the nodes or the nodes because they come together. Wherever the north node is in the sky, the south node is exactly opposing it. The south node represents what we're releasing, what we're letting go of, maybe something from the past. And the north node represents where we're going, what we are building, what we are moving toward collectively. So collectively at this moment, we are all working on moving toward that Taurus North Node because the North Node went from Gemini into Taurus on Tuesday. Now you have nodes in your chart based on the moment you were born, 
And so those nodes indicate to you a little bit about your own experience of what you incarnated this go round to do, to grow, where you're evolving on your soul's path. So the North Node is going to be teaching us about comfort and ease and consistency, sustainability, reliability, all of the things that make Taurus feel steadfast and structured. And the South Node is going to be teaching us how to work with those old wounds, the old trauma, the old hurt. We're going to be working on forgiveness and acceptance and letting go of old grudges. And we might be working with boundaries. We might be working with our relationship to pleasure and pain, our relationship to comfort, our relationship to ease, how we take care of ourselves and maybe how we punish ourselves. I think of this axis of the north-south node being in Taurus and Scorpio as composting the old stuff so that we can lay fertile soil for the new seeds that we're growing. And we want those new seeds to have a long-lasting life because Taurus is, of course, interested in things that are long-lasting. If you know any Taurus people, they are the people that have the set of sheets that is super old and they mend it and it's just soft and wonderful and they love it. Or they have that favorite cashmere sweater that they keep fixing because it just is the perfect fit. Nothing is as perfect as that one old sweater. Taurus and Scorpio people tend to hold on to stuff. Of course, when the nodes come to this part of the zodiac, we're all working on letting go of some old stuff because there's got to be a little push-pull whenever we're working with the nodes. So I'm excited for this nodal shift because I think the North Node in Taurus is going to help us really ground our energy, and we desperately need that after the last two years. We've had so much going on. We need to take a moment to actually feel the stuff that we've been going through. And that's something that might've happened for you on Tuesday. I know for me personally, I was like really in it on Tuesday. It was like that full moon in cancer combined with the nodal shift combined with the Uranus station. It felt like I was all of a sudden feeling all of this pent up stuff that I've been stuffing down all of 2021 and it all came to the surface at the same moment. And so that's something that might've been going on for you. And even if it wasn't going on for you, you might've witnessed it in other people in your life. This is going to be an opportunity with the nodes in this part of your chart to work through some of that psychological trauma that you've been through so that you can really set the stage to start the next chapter on steadier footing because Taurus likes us to have that steady footing. It likes to feel its feet in the grass. So over the next 18 months, a really good practice is just going barefoot, feeling your feet in the grass, feeling your feet in the sand, feeling your feet on the earth. And something we talk about a lot in the yoga practice, of course, right? Like, how do you hold your body up? Where are your feet so that your legs can support you? 
And so this is going to be a year where we get to get clear on how we are holding ourselves up and where we need some help and support so that we can thrive. So I'm looking forward to it. It feels earthy. It feels grounded. It feels nourishing. Those are all things that I'm focusing on for 2022. So from the earthy terrain of Taurus, we go back to the sky of Aquarius. So Aquarius is, of course, the sign that is associated with friends and groups and teamwork. It has a lot to do with a sense of belonging. Aquarius has to do with social justice. It's interested in activism. It is also the sign of the rebel. It is also the sign of futuristic thinking. It is the sign of tech and science. It can be emotionally detached. It can be rational and logical. It can also be incredibly hopeful. And Aquarius is probably the hardest to understand sign. It's the hardest to get a grasp on. And it's often misunderstood because the symbol of Aquarius is the woman, the water bearer, holding that jug of water and the jug of water represents the emotions because water is symbolic of emotions and astrology as well as blood. So there is a separation from the emotions because the emotions are in that jug. I love the symbolism because it's like she has the ability to use her emotions to her advantage. She knows how to work them to create power. With that said, there can be a detachment from the emotion with Aquarius, which might feel a little bit freeing this week because we had so much emotion earlier in the week with that full moon in Cancer. Of course, Capricorn season really went out with some heavy, heavy, intense stuff. But now we get to zoom out and get the bird's eye view or the airplane view of what's happening and remove some of the emotion from it and take a more logical perspective, which might be helpful right now. So Aquarius rules airplanes. And of course, we saw in the news this week that there were some issues with the FAA and 5G going into effect with our cell phone companies and service providers. So that is a pretty Mercury retrograde in Aquarius thing to happen. Remember, Mercury is already in Aquarius retrograde. He will be going back into Capricorn next week to finish up his retrograde journey. But for now, we have Mercury, Saturn, and the Sun in Aquarius. Now, Saturn is spending three years there. And for those of you that were born with Saturn in Aquarius, if you're about 29, you're going through your Saturn return. The Sun moving through Aquarius is going to bring all of our attention back to that Saturn and also to the Saturn-Uranus square that we've been working with for a year now. But... Hopefully, because we've gone through three of those squares, this time as the sun comes through Aquarius, we're going to have a lot more clarity and we're going to have a lot more illumination on how to actually enact the changes that we wanted to make all last year or that we were starting to figure out what needed to change. And now we're like, okay, 
we know how we want to move forward. We know that there are these forces that are trying to hold us in the past. How are we going to shake that off and move into the next chapter? And so hopefully once we get all of these planets moving forward this coming February in just a few weeks, just a few days, and as the sun moves through this part of the chart that is ruled by Aquarius, we will have some of those things coming into place that will help us start to feel like we're moving into the future and not just thinking and dreaming about the future. Now, the Uranus station on Tuesday may have brought some aha moments for you because Uranus always feels like something comes out of left field and you're really shocked by it. It might be a good thing. It might be a bad thing, but either way, it's something eye-opening. Uranus is the ruler of Aquarius in modern day astrology, and Uranus also co-rules the nervous system with Mercury. So when we have Mercury and Uranus activation, you might get that sense of jitteriness. You also might get that sense of, oh, I just had this brilliant idea and I feel it in my whole body. It is the right thing to do. So some of those things might be coming up this week. And if you are feeling anxious, God, there's a lot of stuff to feel anxious about with what's going on in the world right now. So I don't blame you, but know that that's also something that could be cropping up from Mercury and Aquarius and Uranus stationing. So the sun moved into Aquarius officially on Wednesday. It was actually about 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. And so for the next four weeks, while the sun is here, we're going to have some really great stuff happening in the sky. So while I know this week is so intense and it feels heavy and it feels like everything is shifting and the floor beneath you is not steady, I promise there is some really, really good stuff opening up in the weeks ahead. We're going to have Venus and Mars conjunct later in February during this Aquarius season. They're going to really be working together for almost three months. And that is rare and really, really nice. I mean, talk about coming together and getting on the same page with people in your life because Venus and Mars are the planets of relationships. We're also going to have a lot of momentum because all the planets will be direct and Jupiter is going to sextile Uranus, which is going to give us an opportunity to expand our vision and really as cliche as it sounds, think outside of the box. Okay. All of that's coming in Aquarius season. It's not happening this week. I know this week feels not so great, but get your rest now. Get all the tears out now. Go through the feels and then you'll be prepared when things start to pick up. So remember, we have Mercury and Venus, two of our most important personal planets retrograde right now. It's time to reflect. It's time to look back so that when it's time to go forward, you have clear eyes. And if you feel like everything is a little bit in the mess right now, I personally feel like I am so in the mess right now, but I know that if I get all this mess sorted out now, I'm going to be in a great position in a few weeks. Once we experience that Venus Mars conjunction and that Jupiter sextile Uranus, 
and we'll be feeling the momentum and then we'll be able to ride that. You'll feel like the wind is at your back and you're not climbing against it uphill, which might be how you feel right now. So on Sunday this week, we have the sun conjunct Mercury, what we call a Mercury Kazemi. It basically means that a planet enters the heart of the sun and that white hot heat of the sun purifies that planet. And so when we experience Mercury Kazemi, it is an opportunity for our thoughts to be purified. And of course, Mercury retrograde is always an opportunity to think of something differently. How can we see this from a different perspective or someone else's perspective? Whatever you're thinking on, on Sunday, you're going to have a new perspective on it. You're going to have clarity. You're going to have maybe a moment of, aha, that's it. I finally figured it out. You also might see the future differently because remember, Mercury is in Aquarius. This is the sign of futuristic thinking. So maybe the way you thought your dreams were going to play out, they're going to play out totally differently. And now you see that. There's an opportunity to see the future in a whole new way when Mercury enters the heart of the sun on Sunday. With Saturn hanging out in techie, community-oriented Aquarius until 2023, we're all redefining our relationship to social media. So I've been going old school. Yep, I'm really into texting. It's so 2002. Every two to three days, I send an astro update right to your phone. Text I'm in to 917-540-3401 and you'll always be in the know when Mercury retrogrades and when the new moon arrives, along with any other significant planetary happenings. Text I'm in to 917-540-3401. And then if we didn't get enough shifting and changing this week, we have some shifts next week. Now, I know Capricorn season is over and we're talking a whole lot about Aquarius this week, but on Monday of next week, we are going to have Mars enter Capricorn, which is nice because it's where he is exalted. He likes to get down to business and make stuff happen. So we will all be accepting our mission on Monday and taking off. Mercury will also be on his retrograde path, re-entering Capricorn to finish up his retrograde story. So you might think back to what was on your mind around New Year's Eve, the end of December after Christmas. That's what we're going to be thinking about next week. We also have Venus finally stationing to go direct. So she's going to station to go direct on Saturday, January 29th. We'll talk about that more next week, but this is great. Once Venus goes direct, Mercury will be direct a few days later, and then we'll be off to the races. So this week and next week, get your rest, do your reflection. If you need to go back into some stuff from last year, pay some old bills, do your 2021 taxes, whatever it is that you need to tie up from 2021, this is the time to do it. 
because once we get into February, you're going to want to keep your eyes on the road ahead and you will not be interested in looking back. So welcome to the third Aquarius season of the Aquarian decade. So many people know that there's this idea that we're in the age of Aquarius, which most astrologers disagree with because the ages are actually a different thing. But without getting into a total tangent on the Aquarian age, I do think this is the decade of Aquarius because we have Saturn in Aquarius, we had Jupiter in Aquarius, and we are going to have Pluto in Aquarius. Most of the 2020s is going to be filled with Saturn and Pluto, two of the big guys spending a good amount of time in this sign of Aquarius. And the glory of this Aquarian decade is that when we look back in the history books, I think this will be the decade where we see the bridge to the future. So we are all here You were meant to be here at this moment. You were meant to be a part of this process. You were meant to be one of the builders of the bridge to the future. So while I know that it feels heavy right now, the world is intense, but we're going to get through it. And the beauty of the astrology right now with the North Node in Taurus and with the South Node now in Scorpio, we are being taught how to be resilient. So we will get through it together. If there's one thing Aquarians know, it's about the importance of the community and the group. So lean on your community. Look for the places where you feel supported. Look for the places where you feel like you belong. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. It's such an honor to be here in your ears every week. If you like the show, I hope that you take the time to rate and review it either on Apple or Spotify. And if you have a friend who you think might like the show, you can share this episode with them right from your podcast feed. All right. I'll talk to you next week.